Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. All pay heed! Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. Let everybody stay where they are. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. That man's a hero, a smart hero. Pedro Fernandez. I just think it's time for some tough love. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title now for better than 29 years. And straight up today, we're talking with a Hall of Fame. That's right, the iconic one from HBO Boxing, Harold Letterman, in just a couple of minutes right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you'd like to join us on the toll-free, and that means it's toll-free, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This first hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll talk boxing. Hour number two, we'll talk about the UFC on Fox 9. Last night, wow, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, a knockout winner and one. And, of course, the California kid, Uriah Faber, coming out on top as well. So lots of stuff to talk about in the world of combat sports. In the world of boxing, wow, Marcos Medina out of Argentina. He was humiliated, I mean, in press conferences and almost spat upon by Adrian Broner. Well, last night, Adrian Broner, who was called Adrian the Problem Broner, well, that problem was exercised by Marcos Medina of Argentina. I mean, he knocked him down in the second round. He knocked him down in the eighth round. He just beat him to a pulp. And by the scores, you know, Mr. Broner, Mr. Cocky Broner. Remember I had him on the show? He was getting a haircut. You could hear the clipper going around his ear. The guy was a real turd. Well, last night, he got his props. Christmas came early. For a lot of boxing fans, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. Make sure you keep him Don't let nobody take care of your business better than you do. Do what it won't, give him what it wants. Respect will come to you. And you can hold your man. As one of the first modern boutique hotels in a city that defines the category, the Prescott Hotel and its staff know the difference between stylish and stuffy. Located just one block from Union Square, the Prescott Hotel provides convenient access to all the great sports venues in the Bay Area. The hotel's exclusive club lounge features a hosted evening reception with a full bar and food selections from the world-renowned Post Rio Restaurant, perfect for your pre- or post-game meal. Use promo code RADIO and get rates up to 25% off. Check out Prescott Hotel. When you work out, you give it your all. At the gym or outdoors, it's intense, impactful, nonstop. You need a headphone that keeps up and won't fall out. With iSport, you get pure monster sound, a comfortable fit, washability, and control talk at your fingertips so you don't miss a call. Choose from a range of noise isolations with iSport Intensity, Victory, and Strive, or go wireless with iSport Freedom. Monster iSport, the athlete's headphone. Available at Target and Best Buy or online at monsterproducts.com. 
Studies show that as many as 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D, making it one of the most common health concerns in the world. But all of that is about to change because now there's BioD Supreme, the absorbable vitamin D. This unique vitamin D spray quickly and easily provides a therapeutic level of vitamin D you need every day. Just a few sprays a day delivers 5,000 IU of vitamin D, the same amount recommended by doctors. Traditional vitamin D pills can lose up to 90% of their potency as they pass through our system, but BioD Supreme uses amazing new oral spray technology with a fully optimized blend of vitamin D and all the key cofactors so you get the vitamin D you need absorbed into your bloodstream in just seconds. Stop wasting your money on pills and get the spray. Call now and find out how to get your free 30-day bonus supply of BioD Supreme. Call 1-800-709-7805. That's 800-709-7805. Again, 800-709-7805. Call now. Being a stock analyst on Wall Street for over 18 years, one of the most valuable lessons I learned about making money in the stock market is finding companies with incredible upside potential and buying them at the right time. Those who bought and held Google or Apple early on made a fortune in just a few years. One of my top picks today is a technology company that could see similar returns. The company is Live Deal, and it trades under the symbol L-I-V-E on the NASDAQ exchange. Live's new technology helps restaurants fill empty tables by attracting nearby customers. This extremely valuable technology allows restaurants to instantly publish offers to people in the area using geolocation technology. I'm 100% confident that restaurants nationwide will utilize this technology, and that's why I'm making Live my number one long-term stock pick. This investment opportunity requires your immediate attention. Live stock price could soar as it expands into more cities and gains popularity. The time to get into Live is now before mainstream media and Wall Street catch on. Add Live to your stock list or call your broker right now. That's L-I-V-E. For a free report on Live, go to GetLiveReport.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Ma'am, that's a groove. Ah, I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. If you're a boxing fan and you're tired of the Adrian Broner act, you feel good. No doubt about it. Last night he got his head handed to him by Marcos Medina, a like four or five to one underdog. I mean, nobody gave the Argentine much of a chance, although a couple of my writers gave him all kinds of praise. John Signorello called for the upset. Kevin Perry also thought this was a, a fight that Medina could win, and the bottom line was Medina won. He won going away. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Adrian Broner, the uh, the gentleman that he is, of course, this is a guy that, that jumped on somebody, a bouncer at a nightclub in Miami about, about a year ago or less than a year ago, and he bit him. Because I didn't hit him, did I? I bit him. Well, that's, you know, biting somebody is, I think, a little bit more extreme than hitting them. And, then, of course, he's got a criminal record. I mean, he has had some robbery charges and things like that. And we're just talking a few years ago. We're not talking about, like, you know, last week or, or, or yesterday or, or 20 years ago. We're talking about relatively the last couple to three years. The bottom line is he's not the greatest guy in the world. And, of course, him calling uh, Marcos Medina every filthy name in the world and, and basically doing it on the Internet, on Twitter and things like that. I mean, he was murdered last night on Twitter. I'm talking about Adrian Broner. Anyway, he's now 27-1, and he is no longer the WBA 147-pound title holder. Now, in order to bring this fight into, uh, into, into, into focus, we'll bring in Kevin Perry, and we'll talk about the entire card. Bottom line is, Medina came to fight. Broner wasn't ready, was he? Um, I, th- I think he was ready. I just think maybe he's um, hasn't been fighting the best fighters, and that's really the, the bottom line. Uh, Maidana came to fight. Broner possibly maybe underestimated him or underestimated him. 
And I think the fact that he came in at 144, I think, and a half pounds might have been a question mark. So maybe you are right. Maybe he wasn't prepared uh, physically. Um, you've seen him in between fights, and he kind of blows up in weight. And um, to, to come down to the weight, it, it might have affected him quite a bit. But he's not a guy known for throwing a whole lot of punches. So you can kind of expose uh, some of his limitations as far as his punch output, the fact that he fights flat-footed. I think that's what got uh, exposed here. We're talking about Marcos Medina gangster-slapping uh, Adrian Broner last night. Broner, of course, a, uh, a highly regarded amateur, and, and Medina considered the prohibitive underdog here. And, you know, everybody who's like John Signorella said it would be an early Christmas for a lot of boxing fans if Adrian Broner got drilled, and he didn't get drilled. He got hammered, like, for 12 rounds. I mean, the bottom line is, at the end of the day, Broner is um, not what everybody thought he was, another bit of Al Heyman hype or what? I, I think it was maybe not necessarily Al Heyman hype. I think um, Broner was very good at selling himself to the public and a lot of uh, his antics, and he got a lot of attention. And sometimes when you're the center of attention, you kind of tend to fool, um, you know, some of the boxing public, some of the experts, and some of the experts out there. I, I, I don't even really want to call them experts because they kind of go with the status quo. If you're really watching boxing and you see, uh, look at Broner's record and the guys he's fought, um, he, he had a pretty close win against Pauli Malinazzi, who's not much of a punter. So you saw that there was limitations there. You just, um, me coming into uh, this fight, that was last night, I didn't think that, that uh, Marcus Maidana had the ability to pull off the upset. Uh, well, actually, I didn't think he was going to pull off the upset. I, I think he had a chance. But uh, he, he definitely proved a lot of people wrong, and you know, and he, was a, he is a pretty good fighter at 147 pounds. He's beaten some decent guys. Kevin Perry is our guest. He's with ringtalk.com. We're talking about, of course, Adrian Broner, the headliner last night, or was he former headliner, WBA champion, no more from Cincinnati, Ohio. Marcus Medina taking that title back to uh, Argentina. Uh, Keith Thurman was on the card, fought Jesus Soto Carras. I sort of thought that was a bit of a mismatch as far as hand speed and real raw talent was concerned. I mean, Carras is a tough guy, but that's about it. That's where it ends with him, I think, is, is with his toughness. What did you think? Um, I, I, I agree with you 100%. Thur- Thurman, he looks to be the good. So he's got decent boxing skills. He can punch a little bit. And the thing with him, he's a natural welterweight. I think that was the biggest thing with Adrian Broner. I, I think he kind of possibly undisciplined himself in the fighting at 147 pounds. I think if he was a little bit more disciplined, he could have dominated at 135 and then possibly dominated at 140 and then moved up in a decent amount of time. But he was fighting at, I think, 130 pounds about 18 months ago. So yep. it's possible he uh, he ate himself into well, the welterweight class. And well, so Thurman seems like a much more disciplined guy. Um, you don't see him all over Twitter and YouTube making videos and stuff. He he seems like he's got it, his, his his head is right, and I think he uh, he's, he's got a lot of potential. You know, I, I don't want to get a, ahead of myself here, but from what I see so far, they're bringing him along the right way. They're getting them the right types of opponents. And um, actually, I'd like to see him fight Sean Porter. I think that would probably be, be a, a hell of a fight. And Porter just beat uh, De- Devin Alexander to get the IBF welterweight title. So that might be a fight we might see soon. You know, Thurman, I think, needs work. And uh, I think he needs a few more fights under his belt. And I saw some flaws in Thurman last night. I thought that it could be exploited. 
The right-hand lead, I thought, could have been worked a little bit better. But, you know, Carras is not a boxer, per se. He's a he's a mauler. I mean, he's a guy that sort of, you get tired of beating on him. That's how he ends up whooping you a lot of times. You just get tired of whooping on him. Well, guess what? Keith Thurman didn't get tired. He ended up stopping him last night. Leo Santa Cruz is the winner in 12 rounds. We talked about that fight with Seda. Seda, not all the... Uh, not all that much of a top ten contender, huh? Um, I, I think Seda was was a good challenge. He's a good fighter. I think he was probably a little bit undersized, and the fact that he couldn't really hurt Santa Cruz, I think that was the biggest story. But he put a good, he did a good account of himself, and I think he's going to get some other opportunities. So you, you can't really um, say he was he put up a bad fight. I mean, he, he put up a very game effort. I think he was just a little bit um, undersized and out of Santa Cruz's league. But um, something I brought up, I wrote a, a story this morning. I, I would I would keep uh, Leo Santa Cruz a mile away from Guillermo Rigondeaux because I, I don't think he has any chance whatsoever at beating somebody of that caliber at 122. Okay, last question for Kevin Perry. What was uh, what was the upset of the year in your mind? Do you think it was last night, Adrian Broner getting beaten by Marcos Medina? That's what they're saying all over the blogosphere. Um. I think the upset of the year, in my mind, is uh, Johnny Gonzalez knocking out uh, yeah. Abner Mars in the first round I because it was, right. it was such a definitive knockout. And although Johnny Gonzalez is a, was a pretty accomplished fighter, he, he was a little bit past his prime in a lot of people's minds. And he had lost his previous bout to Daniel Ponce de Leon, who Mares just kind of cut right through. So for him to get stopped in the first round, and, and plus uh, Golden Boy Promotions was kind of putting him on this big pedestal and calling him, you know, uh, top five pound for pound, and he got stars in one round. So in that sense, I, I, you got to say that was the biggest upset of the year in the, my mind. The upset of the year, according to KP, Kevin Perry, was the Abner Maris getting knocked out in one round by Johnny Gonzalez, and I have to think that was the upset of the year, and that will be the upset of the year at ringtalk.com. Kevin Perry, all the best. A good article this morning. He's got it up and going. I'm talking about the Marcos Medina card last night at ringtalk.com. KP, have a good day. All right, thanks a lot. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing this hour. The next hour, we talk mixed martial arts, USC on Fox 9, USC 168, USC 167, the retirement of George St. Pierre. But next, we've got Harold Letterman. That's right, the most, the voice most synonymous with HBO Championship Boxing. The voice, Harold Letterman, next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 
800-957-6063. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry? InventHelp, America's leading invention company, has inventors' information you can have free. InventHelp has been helping inventors since 1984, with sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. Get free information of interest to new inventors from the company whose patent referrals have helped secure more than 7,000 patents. Even if you only have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll want this free inventor's information. It shows how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to industry. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt completely forgiven? both the principal and interest. American Credit Card Solutions wants to give you free information that shows you how. Thousands of people have used this relief program to have their credit card debt forgiven. Call now for free information and consultation. We'll give you the secret to this money-saving program absolutely free. Get eye-opening information that could save you thousands of dollars a year or a month, depending on how much you owe. In fact, the more you owe, the more you can save. All you need is $10,000 or more in credit debt, medical bills, or department store debt to qualify. Call for free debt forgiveness information now. 800-287-8013. That's 800-287-8013. To discover the secret to having your credit card debt forgiven. 800-287-8013. 800-287-8013. Don't wait. Call 800-287-8013 now. Would you be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. Apollo's seen you fight. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, I fight in clubs, you know, and I'm really a ham and egg. This guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th- thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it and all that. Do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, yo. 24 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Folks, we take it to the East Coast and bring in one of my favorite guests, the the ambassador, the goodwill ambassador of boxing that he is. I'm talking about Mr. Harold Letterman. Harold, good morning, sir. Hey, Pedro. How you doing? Fine. How's the family? Everybody's just fine, thank you. We just getting over a snowstorm. Yeah, I guess there is a big big snowstorm back east. Bottom line is there was a snowstorm last night in Adrian Broner's world, and it was called Marcos Medina. Yeah, he did a terrific job, I'll tell you. He fought a great fight, no doubt about it. Okay. What did, what did, what did, how can I put this? Is, is Broner as undeveloped uh, as, as a champion at 147 pounds as I thought he was? I thought that he jumped too fast. In other words, from 130 to 135 to 147, that's a big oh. jump. It took Roberto Duran like t- almost 15 years, and this guy did yeah. it. Yeah, he did. I mean, he skipped 140, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, he just, you know, never even stopped at 140. And there's a lot of good junior welterweights in the world. 
he, he went right for the uh, the opportunity to fight for the welterweight title, and then he fought Paulie Malinaji, and uh, yeah, then when he got up against the real tough welterweight, he got beat. Now the question is, what does he do now? Uh, I think he goes back to um, Cincinnati and finds a job because I think he's been exposed. And, and I, I'm, unfortunately, you know, some guys, it's like one and they're done. And I'm talking about Adrian Broner. I'm talking about uh, Andre Berto. I'm talking about Zab Judah. Once certain guys, once they lose, once that bubble is crushed, they don't seem to be able to cl- come come back to that to the upper echelon of boxing. I mean, they hang around for a while, but they're never really king again. And I think Zab was indicative of that, and I think Berta was indicative of that. Now I think Broner follows in, foot, in his footsteps. Your thoughts, Harold? Well, I thought Zab got older, the Paulie Malinaggi fight. I mean, it, there was, you know, he was fighting a guy that couldn't punch. And, uh, you know, normally Zab would jump all over a guy like, like Malinaggi, and he didn't throw punches. I mean, it was almost like, like, like he just couldn't pull the trigger. I mean, I, I definitely thought he got older in the Malinaggi fight. You know, just too many tough fights over too many years, and it's time to call it a day. But uh, Adrian Broner, I'm not so sure. Adrian Broner, I think, could come back yet. I mean, Adrian Broner is still young enough, strong enough, uh, well-conditioned enough to be a contender. So, you know, it remains to be seen. Harold, when you play around with weight and you disrespect boxing, I know because it's happened to me, um, when you disrespect boxing, what I mean by disrespecting is you try to cut weight or – you know, you have to get off a couple extra pounds and you have to do it in the sauna. And in other words, you didn't do it the right way. You didn't come down the right way. There's a penalty to pay for that. And when you get fat between fights, eventually that, you know, going to training camp and doing nothing but losing weight for six to eight weeks is going to catch up with you. I think it caught up with this kid at 24 where it caught up with Roberto Duran when he was 32. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that, no doubt. But, you know, as I say, we got to see what Broner does in his next fight. Who would he put him up against? I mean, I have no idea who he's going to fight next. Okay. Keith Thurman, all in all, the report card on Keith Thurman's good, but then again, I thought he had a guy that was, like, custom-made for him, a tailor-made opponent, a guy that really couldn't outbox him and a guy that really wasn't much faster and didn't have the hand speed advantage over him. So Thurman was basically able to dictate everything everything that went on. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. Keith Thurman seems to get, you know, a little bit better in each and every fight. I think Dan Birmingham is doing a real good job with Keith Thurman. I think he's a hard worker in the gym. Uh, I have a friend that, that lives down there. She's a, you know, a pretty well-known reporter, Sonny Thompson. And she goes to the gym all the time to watch him work. And she says he works very, very hard in the gym. And uh, last night again, you know, he used his boxing ability. He didn't get caught by any of uh, Soto Carreras' hard shots. I mean, when Soto Carreras boxed Mike Jones, who was a tough guy the first time, I mean, he did real well. But last night against Keith Thurman, uh, he couldn't do a darn thing. Keith would just move and set up the shots and land all the good shots. And finally, Keith, Keith stopped him. I thought Keith Thurman looked very good last night. I think Keith Thurman is, you know, definitely a contender for any of the top players out there except Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> We're talking with the icon, folks. Harold Letterman, of course, of HBO Championship Boxing fame, the judge, a judge since 1967. Harold, some of the decisions of boxing this year, some people say that. The decisions have been unjust, and they've been bad decisions. Of course, the 114-114 score, I think, of C.J. Ross in the Mayweather fight comes to, uh, comes to mind, first of all. Why is it that judges can't concentrate? This, it's all about concentrating for the 180 seconds. Where do they lose it? I mean, why are these guys doing this if they can't concentrate for 180 seconds? Because boxing isn't the most difficult sport in the world to judge. No, no, it isn't. You know, they, they tend to, 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 to use these... Uh, 
these terms like ring generalship and effective aggressiveness and defense, when the truth of the matter is they really should be concentrating on clean, effective punching. I mean, clean, effective punching is 95% of it, so help me go out. And, and you know, you, you, I think some judges just get confused by the other terms that they use to, you know, to judge a fight. They, they get caught up in this ring generalship nonsense. But I've always maintained that when you got a high-profile fight, a fight that the whole world is looking at, use the best three judges you can find. I mean, no matter where they come from. And this has always been a, a big mistake with uh, with the commission. So, you know, they tend to listen to the sanctioning bodies and all this kind of nonsense. But the truth of the matter is they should, you know, these real high-profile fights, they should just, you know, find the best three judges no matter where they come from, no matter which sanctioning body they work for, and use the best three they can find. Uh, Nevada made that mistake with C.J. Ross. Uh, she wasn't ready for, for a fight of that magnitude, and, uh, and she blew it, you know, and, and that's all there was to it. I mean, everybody in the world was watching Canelo and Floyd, and, uh, you know, they should have found three judges, whether it was Max DeLuca from California, who I like very much, or, or Steve Marlowe from California, who's very good. Yeah, there's a lot of awful good judges out there. That we all know those are the kind of people that you put into the real, real high-profile fights, and, 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 you know, in the not-so-high-profile fights, you put C.J. Ross until you feel that she's ready for a high-profile fight. But Nevada, they, they want to keep the money for their own judges and their own referees, and, you know, uh, they weren't letting more than one official in there for a long time, and they got burnt by it. Okay. Harold Letterman is our guest, folks. Open phone lines coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Manny Pacquiao a fortnight ago. Coming off a 12-round route over Brandon Reels. Brandon Reels tested him positive for him for some prohibited drug afterwards. And, of course, um, Alex Ariza, uh, Manny Pacquiao's former guru as far as uh, nutritional supplements, was in Brandon Reels' corner. Have you been able to figure this thing out yet? No. <laughs> I don't know what Alex Ariza did. That, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, Manny Pacquiao, uh, Brandon Reels, I don't give a damn what he took. He lost 12 rounds. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess he didn't take the right stuff, you know? <laughs> he didn't take the right stuff. That's a good one. Harold Letterman's our guest. Manny Paco, any idea who he's going to fight in March? Uh, Guillermo Regan? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure Adam's looking for an opponent. They'll come up with somebody. I'm not anxious to see a fifth fight with one Manuel Marquez. I'll put it to you that way. I mean, you know, of course, we every so often we read about, you know, another Mayweather fight, but I don't think that's going to happen, at least not in March. But, uh, I really don't know which way he's going to turn, to tell you the truth. I, you know, Aaron's got to come up with some name that's going to be able to sell pay-per-view homes, and that's all there is to it. And at this point in time, with the tax woes that he has both in the United States and in the Philippines, who's responsible for that? Michael Kantz? I mean, that's his manager or his promoter over there in the Philippines. I mean, Bob Aram, who's responsible for taking care of helping this guy out? I mean, I don't get it. How can you be like $25 million in debt to, the, to different tax organizations? Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's mind-boggling that these guys could get in so much so much trouble. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much uh, he trusts Michael Thomas with his money. There's no question that Michael Thomas seems to be with him 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, I mean, Michael really does look out for everything that Manny does. I mean, we we see him all the time. Uh, I don't know how much uh, Aaron, Aaron, you know, Bob Aaron has influences on the. On Manny Pacquiao's tax situation, and if he does, he certainly didn't do a good job. I mean, you would think a guy making all that money would have the uh, 
the, the best accountants in the whole world. But I always wondered about Manny, you know, walking around with all those people all the time. He's got 13, 14 people sleeping in his room. How can he support all those people no matter how much money you make? I mean, uh, in my mind, I think that's what children was that, was that entourage. He, he just pays people like it's, you know, like, like uh, he's got all the money in the world and it'll never end. I mean, you know, see, you got to wonder if he had enough left to pay his taxes. Obviously not. So... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just hope he can straighten it out. I mean, I've heard Mike Tyson say that, uh, you know, no matter how much money he makes the rest of his life, he's not going to be able to catch up to IRS. It would be horrible if Manny Pacquiao got into a situation like that. I certainly hope that he'll be able to straighten out this situation, you know, in the next couple of uh, fights where, you know, he'll, he'll certainly make huge paydays. Got to get that Mayweather fight, though, in order to um, pay off the tax, man, I think. I really do. I think that's the big fight, and that's the fight that everybody wants to see, Harold. Whether you're a Manny Pacquiao fan or a Floyd Mayweather fan, you want to see this fight. Floyd seems to be the reluctant one. Oh, I mean, I agree 100%. I'd love to see Pacquiao and Floyd while they're still, you know, uh, so to speak, in their prime. I mean, you know, once we let it go a few more years, uh, it's not going to mean a darn thing. I mean, you know, we want to see the fight now, that's for sure. Harold Letterman is our guest, folks. We have open phone lines, coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we are on the... Wow, it's the day after Christmas in the in the minds of a lot of boxing fans because Adrian Broner wasn't the most popular guy on the planet, especially with some of the the rants that he put on Twitter and the and the expletives that he used in describing Marcos Medina's family and things like that. I mean, he wasn't the classiest fighter we've ever come across here, Harold. No, that's for sure. I mean, you know, he was trying to, I guess, build up some kind of persona, you know, uh, in order to get fans to sell pay-per-view homes. I mean, he, he just, you know, liked being the bad guy, so sort of like living on the edge, you know, uh, making himself out to be another Floyd Mayweather. But the truth of the matter was he couldn't fight like Floyd, and that's all there was to it. Okay. We're talking boxing, folks, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This hour, the next hour, of course, we switch gears. We talk the USC and MMA. Of course, USC on Fox 9 last night. USC 168 coming up December 28th from Las Vegas on pay-per-view. So lots of things to talk about in the world of combat sports. Last night, Keith Thurman looked good at welterweight, remained unbeaten. Leo Santa Cruz remained unbeaten. But better keep him away from Guillermo Rigondeaux for a while, huh? <laughs> I think they're gonna have to keep everybody away from Guillermo Rigondeaux for a while. Uh, now, Leo Santa Cruz and Guillermo Rigondeaux would be a fantastic fight. The problem is that you know uh, the, the constant battling between uh, top rank and Golden Boy. It looks like they'll they'll never be able to come to any agreement to make Santa Cruz and Rigondeaux. Uh, I mean, Leo definitely would make Guillermo Rigondeaux stand the fight. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Guillermo Rigondeaux is is just a great boxer. He's moving all the time, but it's dull. It's just right. it's dull to watch. And, and, you know, he's not going uh, to uh, make any fans fighting Scott Quigg or Carl Frampton or one of those guys. Right, freeze that thought for me, Harold. Freeze that thought. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Harold Letterman, the iconic figure, the HBO icon, folks. I'm talking about the Hall of Famer himself is in the house. Give us a call, 1-800-878-7529. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network.
Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. When you work out, you give it your all. At the gym or outdoors, it's intense, impactful, nonstop. You need a headphone that keeps up and won't fall out. With iSport, you get pure monster sound, a comfortable fit, washability, and control talk at your fingertips so you don't miss a call. Choose from a range of noise isolations with iSport Intensity, Victory, and Strive, or go wireless with iSport Freedom. Monster iSport, the athlete's headphone. Available at Target and Best Buy or online at monsterproducts.com. Not all water is created equal. Alchemy Water's unique formula includes alkaline, oxygen, and antioxidants, which help your body achieve peak performance. If you're looking for a healthy, eco-friendly alternative to sugary energy drinks, join the many pro athletes and celebrities who enjoy Alchemy Water. And Alchemy is currently having a holiday special. Buy two cases, get one free, shipping included. Visit alkamewater.com for details. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And that was from that plane around the corner. You know, the rope adult, that was a little bit of the rope adult, but he was adult. So he got nailed. The guitar of the great Jeff Tamalier, the voice of the great Angelo Dundee. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the box, into boxing. The next hour, we talk MMA, the USC, stuff like that with Brian Halquist, uh, the promoter from. The Northwest will talk boxing and MMA with him, and he promotes both sports. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Our guest is the esteemed HBO boxing judge, Mr. Harold Letterman. And Harold, Vitaly Klitschko wants to run for Ukrainian president, and now the Ukrainian president has put up a new law, something saying that he can't run because he doesn't spend enough time in the country or he doesn't live there or something like that. He lives in Germany. Maybe he'll do the mandatory against Romain Savard. He can't stay running long enough. 
I mean, think about uh, when Stavern beat Ariola, it was God knows how long, and now he's, you know, that made him the mandatory for Vitaly, Vitaly hasn't made the mandatory. I mean, Suleiman hasn't taken the title away from him, so, you know, maybe now he's going to have to make that mandatory. Well, you know, I, I, I would tell Vitaly Klitschko to watch out because this, this form of Ukrainian politics, this politics in general, is pretty nasty. I remember when that guy ran for president, I think, of the Ukraine, Victor Yusinchenko, like in 2006, 2007, he was poisoned with some type of nuclear poison. It took a long time for him to heal, and I think he finally did recover. But the bottom line is, yikes over there. I mean, running for president, that's, you know, talk about Kennedy in 1963, Alexis Arguello down there in Nicaragua. I still think that was a political hit. I don't think that was a suicide. But um, politics, a nasty world that Vitaly's getting into here. Oh, sure, no doubt. No doubt about it. But as I say, he's Stavrin's been just sitting and waiting, and it's a shame, you know. I mean, the kid legitimately beat Ariola and beat him big, too, you know. And, uh, you know, he's entitled to his mandatory. And uh, literally just to let him wait and wait and wait, and the WBC hasn't done a darn thing. I, I mean, you, you know, at the very least, it, you would think that uh, the WBC would set up some sort of an elimination uh, you know, for Vitaly's title if he doesn't want to fight. But uh, they haven't done a thing. And Stavrin's just sitting, and it's a shame. You know, now, what's happening with Severn is he's also having contractual issues with his promoter, Don King, and the fact that Vitaly was supposed to make a decision, I was told by December 15th as to whether he was going to continue as WBC champion or not. I haven't seen any word over the wires from Mexico City on that, so I think that might be forthcoming this week. But Vitaly Klitschko is like 42 years old. Now, you know, if he walked away right now, there'd be a lot of people in the Ukraine would be, you know, I guess disappointed, and a lot of people in Europe would be disappointed, but... American Americans aren't into these heavyweights, the Klitschko's. They're just not. Yeah, I know. You're right. Everybody's waiting for great American heavyweight, and you know you got to wonder who's out there. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to uh, to see it, but last night, uh, Amir Mansour, 41 years old, been in jail forever, uh, but he, he scored another sensational knockout last night on a Kathy Dooley show. He, he knocked out Kelvin Price at resorts in Atlantic City, and. Uh, uh, I mean, the guy just keeps winning and keeps on knocking out people. I mean, I don't know how good he really is. He's going to have to fight somebody uh, legitimate, but he, he punches like a southpaw Mike Tyson. I mean, he's six foot one and built like a tank. And uh, boy, can he crack. It's just unbelievable. But I don't know who the next great American heavyweight's going to be, whether it's going to be, uh, you know, Deontay Wilder or who, you know. I mean, uh, everybody's got a prospect that they're promoting, and it remains to be seen. This war you mentioned earlier between the promoters, Top Rank, who's with HBO, and, and Golden Boys with Showtime, isn't this sort of the same thing that was happening in the 80s when Don King was with Showtime and everybody else was with HBO? Isn't this just a variation of that? Same, you know? yeah, I agree with you. It certainly appears that way. This, this one may be a little bit more vicious, you know? I mean, if we look back to those days, uh, you know, it didn't take King long to uh, start co-promoting with Aaron. They they seemed to patch up. You know, they were mature guys. They patched up their differences pretty quickly, if you ask me. But uh, this thing, the, you know, with, with Rich Schaefer on one side and, and Bob Aaron Tyler the Buff on the other, it just seems to go on and on and on and on and nothing gets done. And here you got a lot of great fights that could be made. Like, you know, you mentioned Rigondeau against Leo Santa Cruz. Just, just as an example, I mean, I, I think that would be an absolutely great fight. You know, I think we could we could bring in a golden era of boxing. I think there's a lot of talented fighters of that, especially coming from the, the former Soviet bloc, Gennady Golovkin. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is there's some great fighters, uh, Ruslan, Pravidnikov. I mean, these great fighters coming out of the, the former USSR in that area. And I just think that, that boxing's 
we could have almost a golden era now like we had in the 80s, I think, on a smaller scale, a smaller scale, no question about that. If the best fought the best, and that's what that's what fight fans want to see. They dream of it. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, if if uh, you know, uh, if only Aaron King could, could uh, Adam and Goldberg could get together on some of these fights, I think we'd, we'd see a lot more great fights. But uh, you know, in the meantime, you mentioned Golovkin, uh, and it seems that nobody wants to fight him. I, I hope that uh, sooner or later, uh, you know, he'll be able to fight Peter Quiller. I think that'd be an outstanding fight, but. You know, I have no idea who he's going to fight on HBO next if he wins that fight, Monaco. Well, you know, he's been he's been on this show. His his English is getting better. Um, they had to pay Curtis Stevens a lot of money, according to uh, Tom Loeffler, the K2 Promotions, the head, of course, the promoter of Gennady Golovkin and the Klitschko's. He said that he had to pay Stevens a lot of money, and that he's having to pay more money for Golovkin's opponents than anybody else that he's ever had to deal with as far as the percentage is concerned. Um, so nobody really wants to fight the guy, and you really can't blame him. And, and, and get this, Harold, supposedly his brother Max was a better fighter. I'm talking about uh, Gennady's brother Max. I think his name is Max. I think he was a better boxer, but he went, ended up going to college. Wow. I never saw his brother, but if he was better, he must have been sensational. Hey, speaking of brothers, was Meldrick and Eldrick Taylor, the two brothers, the twin brothers, of course, Eldrick lost his only pro bout. Meldrick Taylor went off to won an Olympic gold medal and a, a junior welterweight title and a welterweight title. But was that part of a deal with Kathy Duva that they signed the two brothers? Because Eldrick couldn't lick a stamp. No. No, he never turned out to be too good, Eldrick. I, I don't know what kind of a deal they had in those days with Kathy. I really don't know. It seems that, you know, the, that entire Olympic team went with Shelly Finkel and the Duvas, you yeah. know. So yeah. I don't know if they threw an Eldrick or not. Shelly Finkel's trying to get back in the mix. He's got, he said he was across the pond over in Australia trying to pick up a heavyweight. He, he's trying to get back in the boxing game. Well, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, he managed so many great fighters. I mean, from Holyfield to Tyson to, to Perno Whitaker to, to Meldrick Taylor. I mean, he had the best of the best. But, uh, you know, somehow or another, he just, uh, you know, I guess he got tired of it. It's not easy being a manager. You know, he has so many problems with the fighters and whatnot and getting them fights. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about great managers the other day, and I remember spending some time with the great late Jim Jacobs and Bill Caton. Of course, they co-managed. People like Edwin Rosario, and that's where I remember Rosario fighting on one of the Duran undercards back in the day, and they managed Mike Tyson. I mean, that was one hell of a team. And when you look at at Jacobs and his resume, all those Ali films that he shot back in the '60s. Of course, he was a former world uh, handball champion, Jim uh, Jim. But what what he was he was amazing. Oh yeah, Jimmy was a terrific person. I liked him a lot. He always treated me very very well. Uh, and it's a shame he died way too young. Uh, as you may know, he died of leukemia. And it was just mm-hmm. horrible. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of people believe that that was the downfall of Mike Tyson when, when Jimmy passed away. Okay. Harold, now you just brought up leukemia and things like that, and I know you're a licensed pharmacist. What's, what's, what's impacting America most right now? What are they taking pills for the most? Mm-hmm. Depression? I, I, I think I think the... Uh, uh, certainly, the, the psychotropic drugs are probably you know right up there with the biggest sellers in the world. Wow, There's no question. Yeah, is, is that just in the United States or is that worldwide? No, no, worldwide. Hmm, okay. Definitely worldwide. There you have it from the expert himself, the pharmacist, the the only drug dealer I know that I can <laughs> boast about knowing. That's Harold Letterman is a licensed pharmacist. Of course, his daughter Julie Letterman is a world class uh, boxing judge. No question about that. Now we go back to the heavyweights just for a second here. Um, Deontay Wilde, you talked about him. Brian Jennings, would you put Brian Jennings up in that same uh, same realm? No, Brian Jennings is not ready yet. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to take a little bit of seasoning before 
you know, he's up there with, with Deontay Wilder already in a rated heavyweight setting. You know, he's looked good in, in, in the fights that he's had so far. I understand that he's got a, a fight on boxing after dark on HBO Madison Square Garden on January the 25th. But to tell you the honest guy's truth, you know, uh, he, he needs a little bit more seasoning. I, I know that he just signed with uh, with James Prince, and, uh, you know, uh, he's got Russell Pulse. No, he doesn't have Russell Pulse behind him, does he? But anyway, be as it may, um, I think that he's, that he's an outstanding prospect. You know, uh, Philadelphia guy, he's not real tall. He's about six foot one. And uh, he certainly can punch, and he's you know he certainly got a good boxing style. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, to him appearing at HBO. We'll see what he's got. Okay, speaking of Russell Pelts, the Philadelphia promoter, we wish him happy birthday this week. I think he turned 39 again, just like Jack Benny um, <laughs> and myself and Harold as well. Um, Danny Garcia, unbeaten world junior welterweight champion out of Philadelphia, PA. Is he the fighter of the year? Uh Without question, he could be fighter of the year. I mean, you know, you, you got to wonder. A lot of people are pushing for Donna Stevenson to be fighter of the year. I, I, I think that Danny, Danny Garcia is going to certainly get a lot of votes when, uh, when all the ballots are counted for the Boxing Writers Association of America's uh, uh, run for boxer of the year, for fighter of the year. You know, I, I'm sure Danny's going to be right up there. That's for darn sure. You know, when I look at Adonis Stevenson Harold, we're talking with Harold Letterman of HBO fame, of course, the, the boxing judge, the most synonymous voice with HBO Championship Boxing. Um, when I look at Stevenson, I see the technical flaws, and I think they're easy to exploit. When he throws his right jab from the southpaw stance, he drops it and brings it back around his knees. I mean, a guy with a good right-hand counter is going to be right there. Crack. Good night. I know. You know, but so far, everybody you know, watches tapes of the guy, and then they go into the ring and they get beat. I mean, Boris <laughs> Cobb was a very smart fighter, and the Donna Stevenson just crucified him on HBO recently, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, he's been very, very successful for that, with that wicked left hand that he's got. That, that left hand over the top is really brutal. And, and now, uh, you know, you got to ask, why doesn't he sign to fight uh, Sergey Kovalev? I mean, Kovalev's just looked outstanding. You know, Kovalev's one of those guys that I remember back in the early days when I think he was Abel Sanchez out here in California, but he was fighting four-rounders at DMGM Grand and places like that. And I was up in the cheap seats one night putting some people, um, some, some winners in their seats, and I heard all these punches landing. And I was thinking the ring was all mic'd up and this, and it wasn't the ring mic'd up. It was Kovalev's body shots. I mean, he's, oh my he's, God. he's, he's a killer. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. He, he really can fight. I mean, the guy's, the guy's come a long way, and the light heavyweight division is really getting, getting very interesting now. Now, there again, you've got problems between the promoters and the networks. I mean, I certainly would like to see Stevenson and Bernard Hopkins or Kovalev and Bernard Hopkins. Uh, you know, uh, the only thing I think I want to see is Schumann and Bernard Hopkins because they both seem to be on Showtime. Yeah, okay. Showtime and HBO, if this Manny Pacquiao and uh, Floyd Mayweather fight was to happen, would they do the same thing they did last time? Like, well, they'll share the promotion as far as the pay-per-view is concerned, and then the winner gets to watch do the uh, replay? Do you think that's a possibility? You, you mean you're talking about, like, what happened in Memphis, Tennessee, when Lennox Lewis fought Mike Tyson? I think so, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you'd have to call Ken Hirschman, the president of HBO Sports, and get him, get him on your head and ask him that question, because, you know, those are high-level decisions that Letterman don't make. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself on HBO more regularly, you know? But, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to work it out. But uh, certainly I'd love to see him work it out, because I think it would be a great fight. You know what's funny is that Larry Merchant, since his uh, forced retirement from HBO, and I'll call it that, a forced retirement, He's working more. He's doing all these independent shows, all these shows. He's like working every week. I know. I know. He really is. God bless him. You know. And he's digging it. 
Yeah, I'm very happy for Larry. He, he's doing terrific. I know he's doing those farm broadcasts, and, uh, and he's loving it. You know, you can't blame him. He's, he, he always did a great job, and, uh, you know, I, I'd love to see him with us, but, you know, back on HBO. But, hey, look, that's a decision I didn't make. That's for darn sure. Well, the decision you did make was you spent some time with us before the holidays. And, Harold, I love you. I want you to tell your wife and said hello and Julie as well. But, man, without a doubt, Harold Letterman, you are one of the classiest men I've ever met in my life, and I thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Pedro. It's an honor. Ring Talk Live Worldwide and Harold Letterman, folks of HBO fame, of course, a Hall of Famer. 1-800-878-7529 or Twitter slash Ring Talk. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Now an important message from LifeWatch. I'm worried about my mom. She lives alone. What if she falls and can't get up? What if she has a heart attack or stroke and is unable to get to the phone? What would she do? Well, haven't you heard about LifeWatch? LifeWatch? LifeWatch, the emergency response system. My mom has it, and she loves it. Just by pressing a button on her pendant, she can speak, hands-free, to LifeWatch's care center. They notify emergency services as well as family and friends. Help arrives in minutes. LifeWatch sounds like the perfect solution, but it must be expensive. No, it's less than a dollar a day. For a free brochure as well as information on the new mobile help button, call 1-800-900-4114. That's 1-800-900-4114. Act now before an emergency occurs. 1-800-900-4114. Switchovers are always welcome. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Wonderful, Darlene Love, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, class of 2012, my baby, singing the Fernandez family mantra, he's a rebel. Of course, he's a rebel. Adrian Broner was a rebel, but he got humbled last night. Marcos Medina pulled off what a lot of people thought was a huge upset. Not really when you look at the level of of competition each man's face. And the bottom line is Adrian Broner, you know, is not the most disciplined guy in the world. He gets more haircuts than he does go to the gym. And when you go to the training camp, you go to training camp six or seven weeks before a fight, and you have to lose like 35 or 40 pounds. Guess what? You spend your entire time losing weight, and you're not getting really in shape. You know what I'm saying? You're not working on the fundamentals. You're not working on countering. You're not working on double jabs and triple jabs. All you're thinking about, God, I got to get this weight off. I got to get this weight off. And it's it's emotionally taxing. It's physical ta- physically taxing. And if you want to look at some of the great fighters over the years that lost fights to guys that they shouldn't have because they had weight woes, let's talk about the great Roberto Duran. I mean, Duran lost to guys like, you know, some 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 guys on ESPN and things like that you would have never thought he could ever lose to, okay? But he did. And then he came back and he had super fights because he was disciplined in some instances and not disciplined in others. I think Broner has been an undisciplined brat since the start, and he's now 27-1. and And as I said earlier, an early Christmas present for a lot of boxing fans. The the multitude, uh, I take that back, the the overwhelming majority of fans out there were like rejoiced when he started getting thrashed last night. It was early on in the fight. He only lost one a couple of rounds if he did that. And at the end of 12 rounds, he refused to give interview. He left the ring. He was pelted by beer, which is sort of like the custom in Mexico, but they were in San Antonio. But he was fighting Argentine, but the Mexicans doused him with beer. And why not? All the smack that he talked, I mean, you can't talk that kind of and bring in four-letter words and tweet guys and do videos, you know, uh, downing them and dogging them sexually and things like that, and expect not to not have a man in front of you that's, you know, intent on taking your head off. And guess what? Marcos Medina was intent on taking off the head of Adrian Broner last night. He solved the problem. Like I said, at ringtalk.com, he exercised the problem of Adrian Broner. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Boxing Hour. Don't forget, we are here Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The Saturday show, we split an hour of boxing and MMA all into one hour. And then on Sunday, today's show, we go the first hour on boxing, the second hour on MMA. Until next time, peace, love, and respect. Oh,